It's Monday the 19th of July 2021. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. I'm joined this week by the television and radio presenter Laura Aumastotir, who is a former Roof journalist and current PR for Astiki. Welcome to you. Hi, thank you. Uh, not your first time? Is no. it third time or fourth on the show? Uh, I don't... I, I don't remember. <laughs> Not enough, anyway. Enough. Um, this time of year is called Gurkuti in Icelandic, uh, or the cucumber period, for some reason. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> in which there's usually quite little going on. Uh, this year, that is providing space for society and the media to dive a little deeper into certain very interesting conversations. And let's not forget that there's always something coronavirus-related in the headlines as well. Uh, This week, that has been a very significant rise in the number of cases following the removal of all domestic restrictions and of border testing for vaccinated passengers. The increase is not unexpected, however, and the authorities are instead hoping the numbers of hospitalizations will remain low. 85% of the adult population is fully vaccinated, and a further 15,000 people have had one of their two shots. The Armando Bekiri shooting uh, case from this February has been back in the headlines again after released court papers gave new clues into just how big and complex the investigation is. Four people are facing charges over the murder. The Icelandic travel summer is well underway, with caravans and campervans highly visible all over the country, um, a few of them catching fire, and farmers called out to cut the grass to urgently expand at least one campsite, and car hire companies are running out of cars. The continuing pattern of generally better weather in the north and east is only making it more attractive for people to get away for a few days. Iceland Air Group has signed a declaration of intent to work with two companies towards the goal of running its domestic flights on electricity or hydrogen in what could be a world-leading step towards more sustainable travel. The religious makeup of Iceland continues to change, with the biggest religious organisation, the National Church of Iceland, continuing to shrink and the Ausa through Pagans uh, group and the humanists growing the fastest. 7.7% of the nation have removed themselves entirely from religious organisations and are outside of the system, if you will. And finally, Birta the cat from Hörpni Hotnafiri walks around 9 kilometres per day, picking up interesting and not-so-interesting items along the way. Uh, things that are now on display in her very own exhibition at the cultural centre in the town. Um, where would you like to begin? Well, I don't know... Um... Maybe with the COVID, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the only real uh, kind of story this week. It's the only one that's developing quickly, yeah. at least. And, and of course, it's as important as ever. Uh, what's your take on it? Well, I think that uh, Icelanders are getting quite uh, tired of COVID. And uh, and we are not following like the same hygiene rules as we did and so on because so many of us are vaccinated Mm. and therefore we think that this is just over and done with but then when you see those numbers and then you see that people that have been vaccinated are also getting COVID then you get like a little bit surprised I think Uh, I at least was surprised I thought like uh, vaccinated people wouldn't get COVID maybe or but uh, fortunately, um, there are not many people very ill. There's only one person in hospital, and hopefully she will just do okay. Mm. Uh, um, but it's a kind of a, 
scaring because it's um, it's a test on the vaccination. Like, is it a, is it good enough? Uh, is it something that will stick? Mm. Uh, will we see um, more hospital hospitalized people, or or will we just um, go f- through this with like it's just a cold or a regular flu? Um, so it's kind of a interesting era in this COVID times, I think. Uh, and Iceland is, uh, I th- believe, quite unique uh, in how many people are vaccinated. Uh, so uh, we are kind of like a laboratory now, <laughs> so you can see if if this will stick and if we'll um, make it through this. Mm. Uh, but for the uh, travel agency and the tourism Um, they've been talking about maybe uh, putting out some restrictions at the borders again. Uh, that would be a big letdown for the tourist industry, uh, which we were like kind of hoping would bloom uh, late summer. So yeah, and it is, seems to be at the moment. Yeah, at yeah. the moment, yeah. Mm. But um, if they will uh, set some restrictions again, I don't know. Uh, Uh, and maybe it will worry people abroad. Also, people won't have to be willing to travel. You know, it's not enough like to open everything up. Mm. People has have also have to be willing to go on travel, like go to other places. Um, so yeah, I think the next next couple of weeks we'll we'll see wh- where this is going. Sixteen uh, cases today. Uh, You know, ten with who uh, were not in the quarantine, and um, if that, if that was this time last year, we would be very worried. Yeah, very worried. But yeah. now, because of the vaccination and everything, we we all think we are safe. <laughs> mm. But maybe or not. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting times we live in. I think, mm. um, and yeah, also because uh, they made this uh, vaccine uh, so rapidly. Uh, And it was like a unique how the the pharma industry just uh, all stick together and uh, did this together and uh, and everybody took part in in every country wanted to make it happen very quickly, uh, but we will have to see if that will uh, that worked well or not. You know, uh, yeah. in terms of the border um, question. The- The current, you know, you if you're fully vaccinated and can prove it, you don't need to be tested on the way into the country. That replaced a system where where there was one test at mm-hmm. the border and then, what, four or five hours of quarantine after that until the result came through. How big of a incentive is that? How big of a barrier is that? I mean, it, that seems quite workable. Yeah, it, it, it seemed like that worked very well. So, uh, and, and I don't know. And how much would it put people off? Well, maybe people don't want to wait five, six hours. <laughs> you know, some people are just in a short stopover, maybe or coming on Friday, leaving Sunday, just mm. going to see the volcano site or, or go to the Blue Lagoon or something. I don't know. Or So I, I don't know, but uh, maybe it's worth trying again. Uh, From an economic point of view, those people are less important. Yeah, the ones that stop for very few days. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't know. Uh, we are like a green country, one of the few in the world. So uh, that should be an attraction for tourists uh, to come here. Uh, it's fairly safe. Mm. Um, and we have a really good 
healthcare system and everything like that. So it should be one of the safest places to go uh, at the moment. Uh, so if people only have to wait for five hours, maybe it's worth it. I would say it's worth it. <laughs> and that's just because I love Iceland. I think it's very beautiful. I, should ev- I think everybody should come here, of course. <laughs> if they're vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Once in a lifetime, uh, uh, everybody should come to Iceland, I think. Um, so five hours is not a long time. But uh, I'm not sure, though, if I were traveling myself to, abroad, if I wanted to go to a country where I had to wait, uh, I will just wait to travel later when it's everything is open, I think. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. But I do feel maybe Iceland has put itself in a in a different position this year. Um, that, yeah, maybe a lot of people are doing just that, but a lot of other people who really want to travel mm-hmm. are coming here because it is open it, it's possible at least yeah, 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 and, yeah. and maybe we're seeing tourists here this year that we wouldn't have seen before yeah and wouldn't have come at all yeah uh, you know maybe never mm. they maybe they want to go somewhere else but this is the only place mm. but yeah uh at least the the tourist industry is blooming right now uh yeah um a lot of icelanders are also traveling during july uh, but uh, we have seen a lot of foreigners as well. Uh, I just traveled myself last week to the West Fjords in Iceland, and uh, there were a lot of tourists there. The, mm. And that's not even the 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 main place to go for tourists, you know. So there were a lot of tourists there, and uh, so it seems to be going up and yeah, doing fairly well. And but like they're having all kinds of problems though in the industry. Um, they need more staff. Um, they they didn't expect this to happen so quickly. I think they were more preparing for like August. Uh, so, but the, I, we we just like fix it if if we need to at the red dust, like we say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice problem to have. It's yeah, nicer it's than a nice problem. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a really good problem to have to have too many people like coming, and uh, you need just to solve that. And I think. We are quite uh, capable of doing that. So it's looking good at the moment. Uh, but like I said, uh, those numbers, the, those COVID numbers um, and the uncertainty of the vaccination, like h- how it works and so on. Um, well, uh, at least it makes you wonder uh, what's coming. or Because now we're used to, uh, all, like for the past one and a half year, there's always been something like coming i don't know <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah it's like you're always expecting something and like then you think everything is good and then it all goes back to you know closing everything up it's been like that for one and a half year so um so we're used to disappointment yeah. but that doesn't mean we doesn't mean we need or want any more of it <laughs> exactly uh yeah but i also i feel like kind of a at least the Icelandic people are getting. Uh, they are they are not as worried as they were, uh, like maybe three months ago, mm. uh, and uh, they're more carefree and uh, careless. Maybe mm. uh, going out uh, to crowded places and uh, 
not thinking about like two meters or like uh, washing their hands and such, <laughs> you know. And the reason for that is just that the the law, if you will, yeah, the, the authorities yeah. say that's fine. Yeah, and, and exactly. And and we are enjoying it a lot. Uh, like the police has told us, like now weekend after weekend, that it's like everything's crazy downtown, and and mm. you know. Uh, but the police are wearing masks again. Yeah, they are. Is, yeah. Well, that's kind of a strange, I yeah. think. And uh, last week I went to this one store. I saw a guy with a uh, who was serving there. He had a mask, and I thought it was strange right away. It's not that long ago everybody was wearing masks, but now I've now I, when I went in there, I was like, "Whoa, a man with a mask!" <laughs> it's, it's very. Uh, we are so adaptable, like. We're so quick to adapt to uh, every situation that like, when we had to wear masks, that was okay. But now when you don't have to wear it, you think it's odd when other people do. Mm. <laughs> but I understand if you, if some people didn't get vaccination and uh, for some reason couldn't, and they have to be careful. Mm. And it's also the, side, the other side of the coin. If people are themselves feeling a little bit ill, obviously if they've got symptoms, they should stay home and go and get tested. But in the long-term future, you know, if we are feeling a little bit ill, maybe we should all wear masks to protect other people. And maybe that should be a permanent thing. You think? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, if you yeah. know that if you know that you could be giving someone else a cold, yeah, but COVID or not. You should just always stay at home, yeah. But some people get lots of colds. Yeah, I know. You'd be home all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Especially here, like, cold is not being sick in Iceland has never been yeah. uh and you uh, we always just like push ourselves very much and go to work unless we are very very sick mm. but we also have to think about because you can carry covid around even though you're vaccinated and uh i have a daughter that's pregnant and she's not vaccinated and uh, they don't recommend uh, vaccination for pregnant women so there are a lot of pregnant women out there who not have not been vaccinated. Um, and we should also, we, we cannot just stop thinking about other people. We need to think about them as well, the people that didn't get vaccinated for some reason. Um, and uh, I, I thought of that like yesterday when I met my daughter, I was like, do you still need to go into work, you know? Uh, and she said, yeah, everything is open at work. Uh, she has one month left of her pregnancy. And I was just saying, please be careful because uh, even though you don't get the symptoms because of your vaccination, you know, uh, you can still mm -hmm. carry it around. And uh, that's not good for people that don't uh, have a vaccine, like have not been vaccinated yet. Absolutely. So we should a little bit think about that, especially now when the numbers are rising. Absolutely. Uh, very good point on which to move on to yep. the next topic, which is? Do you want me to choose? Of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, well, we could, we, we could take the, um, the murder, mm. if you like. Have you talked about it a lot here? Not a lot, no. Um, it's one of those things, it, it was huge news when it happened and, yeah. and everyone knew about it, but... It's always limited how much you can talk about it on the radio. First of all, possibly for legal reasons, but also mm -hmm. because there's so much we don't know and so much of it's speculation and it's perhaps tasteless to speculate about something yeah, like yeah. this. So no, we've mentioned it, but not massively. So this information that came out last week is interesting. Yes, it is. And uh, But what's so strange about this, or like uh, um, 
is that I've, I don't recall uh, ever. I've been trying to um, think of any similar incident in Iceland, but I can't actually find any. I remember, I know there was a murder in um, back in the, the 70s where a taxi driver was shot in the back of his neck, but that was just one shot. But this seems to be more like an assassination or something, and that's very new in Icelandic uh, society. Mm. We're... Most of uh, killings or murders in Iceland are like passionate ones or because two people are arguing or something like that and it's kind of just happen. Mm. Uh, but like this planned, calculated, as it seems, uh, murder or assassination is really, really strange and very, very new to Icelandic uh, society. Um, and... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to like. I I hope this is not something that's gonna like keep on happening here, because we have been have uh, we have had very few murders in Iceland each year, uh, and we are a very safe country, uh, and like you know, our police doesn't carry guns or uh, anything like that, and. Uh, Hopefully we can like keep it like that, but maybe with this like getting this cosmopolitan and everything, and uh, this will change inevitably. I don't know, uh, but that's the main thing I thought when I read the papers that are like uh, they released last week. Uh, yeah, it's scary uh, how calculated it seems to be. Mm. And we still haven't really got to the bottom of what it was all about. Not really, no. Or we as the public haven't. No, not least. really. No. But if, uh, but like you said, we could speculate. You can read between the lines. You mm. can see that the the police thought that this Icelandic uh, guy uh, uh, wanted the other one dead and had somebody to come to Iceland to to protect his life or something. Uh, he was worried for his life, and we cannot like forget that this Icelandic guy. He he just about like month before or something. Uh, it, uh, it came out. It leaked. Uh, some papers from the police leaked out uh, that showed that he was a informer for the police, as well as a, a like a gangster himself. So he was giving police information about his rivals if you can say uh, and uh, when uh, that came out uh, it seems like he feared for his life and his family's life you know uh, but we'll see when this goes to court how mm. it's what, what they're gonna say but like these documents show that that's what the police at least thought was happening for some time I don't know Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very strange case. <laughs> it is. Just briefly before we move on, uh, what's your take on the media coverage of this story? Because it seems like now these details are more coming out and may maybe that guy was scared for his life because of the other guy, the one that got killed. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, it seems like at the beginning, because it was he was shot outside his house and he was a father and he had a pregnant wife that witnessed it, the sympathy was all on him. Obviously, he was killed, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
but there wasn't in my opinion there wasn't perhaps a lot of questioning of it it was like um family man murdered outside home and but without in, inspecting like the reasons behind it and 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 if he was the, you know this target of because of his potential criminal you know um other activities um did you have a take on that do we are we too quick to just paint someone as in a certain way and then run with it well i thought like that depended on which media you were reading or like what you were watching uh some went in that direction i thought that, uh, too quickly uh but others just tried to kept keep it just kind of neutral don't speculate at all mm. but i don't know to me it's kind of obvious that like a regular uh house uh, well, like a husband with the kids and family has never done anything to anyone. It's not shot like so many times in front of his house. I'm sorry to say, but it, it seems like at least something went on before. But when I when you asked what you what I think about the media coverage of this, I thought you were gonna ask me about uh, if I thought it was too little or too much or like. Uh, because I am absolutely certain, and uh, I, maybe someone will get angry at me for saying this, but if those two guys would have, were Icelandic, uh, the covers would have been much, much more. Like, they would made, have made a lot more deal of out, out of it. Uh, and I say that because uh, I've covered myself uh, murders in Iceland, and I know, uh, like... How much is like uh, the media wants to get into bottom of the those things? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why exactly. I'm not saying it's just because they're foreigners, but maybe it plays a little part that nobody like his nobody's cousin or you know mm-hmm. <laughs> friend. Uh, because we have we are a really small society and we always know but everybody almost like link two or three mm. and then you know something about everybody and the main focus at the beginning of an, I thought was on the Icelandic guy who was arrested but we'll see maybe we'll go into those uh, um, I don't some people are talking about this, like two gangs uh, or something underground. I don't know. Or uh, maybe we'll see in, when it goes to court uh, how that plays out, and maybe then we will uh, wake up a little bit and think a little bit more about this mm-hmm. case. I think another potential reason why it received the coverage as you're describing it is because it was so big and so protracted, and maybe we in the media weren't being told a lot and. It's difficult yeah. to to know what to write and how to yeah, how yeah, to yeah. cover it because it was complicated. It was very complicated, and like all, all, also they arrested so many people, and you didn't know how they were linked, and yeah. uh, and of course the police just hold all the information very close, uh, and didn't give much away. Yeah. Time to quickly cover one last thing. Okay. Um, for example, I don't know what do you want. Maybe the. Veslamana Helki and the summer stuff, or something light, or what? Iceland <laughs> <don't> air, <laughs> religion. 
something light, you know, like religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cat. No. The cat, that is light. <laughs> that truly is. Uh, although it does kind of link in with the travel thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a, probably quite a lot of people are going to be visiting her just to see this cat's exhibition. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great it's idea. It's so cute. You know, uh, I've had cats for as long as I remember, but they never ever took anything like no trash into my house. <laughs> and like, But sometimes cats do odd things and have, uh, you know, uh, centric, you can say. Uh, you know, like my cat uh, wanted always to drink from the toilet. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you <laughs> Mine know, does that too. <laughs> cats are very funny creatures mm-hmm. and adorable. But this cat um, likes to bring home some trash, and uh, the owner uh, decides to like keep it and not just throw it all away, and you know. But keep the trash, and now has yeah, so this. That's, expi- that's two interesting yeah, things already. Very. Yeah, it's like why? Why did she do that? But but it's such a wonderful, wonderful idea, uh, and I'm definitely going to see see this ex- expedition of what the cat has dragged into the house, and there are like many funny things there, you know. And I also was like, wasn't there somebody who like noticed and like, oh, this is my T-shirt or something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got it back. <laughs> I, I thought it was wonderful. I, Some I, of the things are big as well. Yeah, exactly. A whole bag full of recycling. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why? It's a special cat. Uh, yeah. Maybe the cat is trying to uh, be a provider, you know, bring something to the house like they do sometimes with uh, with mice and uh, birds and such. Mm. But like <laughs> instead of going hunting, it goes <laughs> trash hunting. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and at the same time, providing something of a public service. Yeah, it's a re- it's like, and how f- far did does the cat walk? Like nine kilometers per day. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm. It's, like, <laughs> it's a spectacular. I don't know. I, I really like that cat. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. And in terms of attractions, as I say, that is something that is going to be dragging even more people to her. Um, during these times obviously everyone's traveling around yeah is it um a repeat of last summer is it even more i mean it does seem that everyone's doing the traveling at the moment but then again it's july and that's always yeah, a bit july. the case yeah 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 well isn't this just the same like i i, I feel it's the same like last summer uh icelanders are traveling in iceland uh and uh, but we've got foreigners now as well yeah mm. but we didn't last summer so mm. There are more people at every site. So, therefore, it's very, for me at least, um, uh, very important to find places where people don't go to. <laughs> and I always try to do that myself, you know. I've been to all the, uh, like, all the great uh, tourist places. They are really great places. I, I'm not saying that. But there are also, like, Iceland is really big. It's an uh, island uh, with uh, no habitats, you know. It's a 103,000 square kilometers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and most of it is uh, uh, just wilderness. So it's easy to find a spot, if you like, where you can just sit down and listen to the birds and the wind and the water or whatever, where you go, uh, and just be with the nature on your own. And that's what I 
really, really like uh, about Iceland that you can get, you don't even have to go very far. You can just drive for 40, 50 minutes from Reykjavik, mm. for example, and find a spot that, like that. Um, so there is enough space for everybody. This is I would true. Say, yeah. This is true. Um, but yeah, a limited number of big attractions that do drag big crowds. Um, yeah. Trying to find a table in Akureyri right now is difficult. Yeah, exactly. Noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for the great for the industry, obviously. And, yeah, but you can just needed. drive. A, you, you can just drive to Kos uh, mm. or just in Mosesbyr, mm. and there you can find at least in Mosesvet you can find like four beautiful waterfalls, mm. uh, uh, trees, uh, meadow, uh, flowers, birds, and you have a picnic. Good idea. On that note, um, probably most time to say that we are out of time. The Week in Iceland continues its turbulent summer schedule, uh, talking of travel, um, but we will be back to normal service again on Monday the 9th of August on roof.as forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook through the Roof app and your favourite podcast platform. Until then, it only leaves me to thank my guest today, Laura Omasdottis. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as this is the last show before Vestlundamana Helki, we end today with the 2021 Thjóð song. It's called Gönge mi Tacht and it's by Reimur, Magni and Empla. Bye for now. Allir í bátana yfir á eigina förum í ferðalæg. Ég vona ég hitti þig hátt upp í brekkun yfir sitjum hliðu hlið. Og þegar eldan lýsa upp ský, við erum komin saman á ný. Og þessi hátíð byrjar upp á nýtt. Við förum inn í dag. Þorfum og brennuna för upp í nóttina Syngu við söngvana, kannski missu við röldina En öllum er samum það Þegar eldar lýsa um ský Við erum komin saman á ný Og þessi hátíð byrjar upp á nýtt Við fórum inn í dag Við vitum ykkur það
Ik ga 